together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 17, verses 20 to 26. At that time, Jesus lifted up his eyes to heaven and prayed, saying, I do not pray for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory which you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to behold my glory, which you have given me in your love. For me before the foundation of the world, O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. Beautiful reading. This is the priestly prayer of Jesus. So he lifts up his eyes and he says, I do not pray for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word. That's something powerful for me. That Jesus prayed for me before I even became a Christian. That he prayed for every person. He says, I do not just pray for my disciples. I do not just pray for the twelve. I do not just pray for the apostles. But I pray for those who will come to believe through their words. You know, there's power in praying for people before they come into our lives. You know, imagine praying for your future husband, your future wife, your future partner now. That Lord, as I grow up, I do not know the people who will be involved in my life. I have no idea what kind of people will be involved in the life of my child. I do not know what kind of people I will be working with. 
but I pray for them. I pray that you may bring into my direction men and women who fear you. I pray that you may bring into my direction men and women who have time for you. I pray that you bring into my life someone who submits to your will. It is quite important. You know, as as we engage in, in life and as we choose life partners, often at times people are questioning uh, about the financial stability of a potential partner. So they will ask, so are you working? Uh, are you financially stable? And those are important questions. But do you believe in God? What do you believe in? How's your mental health history? Are you okay with us believing in God? Are you okay with us loving God? But the same applies. Are you okay with yourself? How do you deal with someone who struggles with anxiety? With depression? With anger? With hatred? And the list goes on, dear brothers and sisters. But the point that I'm trying to make is, have I prayed for my partner? Have I prayed for the child that I have today? That Lord, I'm not really interested whether it's a boy or a girl. I just want a healthy child. Have you prayed for your boss at work? That not, not only do I want a financially stable environment, but I also want to work in a healthy place where its culture I can accept, where they treat people not as commodities. Have you prayed for your parish? That the community where I worship, I want to go into a community where there is life. Where they value each other. Where they support each other. I want to go into a parish where I can grow spiritually. Where I can make it a home. Those are important things. And as we grow and as we venture into these dynamics of our lives, these are the questions we should be asking. And Jesus says, I'm not just praying for these. I pray for these and something bigger and something greater. And so, so Jesus is able to see the future 
as he entrusted these men to go out and to proclaim the word. Then he says something beautiful. He says, you are in me as I am in you. But I want them to be in us so that the world may believe that you sent us. That's important. Am I connected to the roots? Am I connected to the source? Am I connected to God? Am I doing that which pleases God? Am I doing that which is the plan of God for my life? He says, I am in you, Father, and you are in me, and I want them to be in us. There must be something of us in them that the world will know that you sent me. So in essence, people shouldn't be questioning whether we are Christians or not. Because they must see the good works that we do. And they must say, but these people are different. You know, if you go back to the early church, it is only in Corinth that they are called Christians for the first time. But prior to that, they are known as the people of the way. And that's something quite interesting when you look into it. It was their way of life. You go to the Acts of the Apostles, the, the first few chapters, and you hear how they were willing to sell everything they owned and they gave the money to the apostles so that they may share with those who are less fortunate. Make no mistake, I'm not talking here about prosperity gospel. Make no mistake, I'm not talking here about enrichment of pastors at the expense of the people of God. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about how the church, from its formation, has always been looking outwardly. How do we make a change, a positive change, a progress? How do we impact people? How do we make other people's lives better than before? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.